Hello, it's me, Juliet, Wise Girl Podcasts, whatever you call me. And this is my first episode for my podcast. <laughs> I am excited. And basically, what I'm doing in this first one is just sort of ran, probably random stuff. I might talk about the movie a little bit, but mostly talking about the books. And cool things that I notice. Sort of trying to make sure you know what I'm gonna be like if you are in this and listen to this podcast. Wow, if you were listening to this podcast, I'm great at words. Anyway, <laughs> I like to sing a lot, so expect some singing. Obviously, I will be moving around a lot, so if you hear random background noises like footsteps or creaks or just random stuff, that is me, because. I can't stop moving half the time. I really need a place to sit and record, but I don't have one. I mean, I do, but I don't use it, you know? I really just need a place, but I don't have one quite yet. I'm still just being random. I don't sit very well. So yeah, this is my podcast. Wow, I talk a lot. Wow. If you have any points that you need, that you want me to talk about, please follow the Instagram. I will probably tell you about it next episode because honestly, I don't know what it's called because I haven't made it yet, obviously, because I can't tell you. Wow, I'm great at words. Whatever. (laughs) If you've come to talk to this about to like listen to this for some professional person who like isn't just a random fan who loves the books then leave because I'm just crazy (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying whatever it'll be fine I could talk for hours about Percy Jackson if I had a starting point which honestly I don't so just gonna randomly think of things to talk about And I'm going to finally get there once I'm done with this greatly, amazingly long intro. (sighs) Okay, first thing. Let's talk about how accurate the mythology in this book is. Like, what? How do they, like, they literally have so many, like, real mythology references. And, like, go off. Rick Gordon is literally great at that loud noise here anyway (laughs) he's just so good at writing like just so good i just think the how they managed to really portray that much greek mythology in the series and in the second book's roman mythology too Although less, still a lot. I'm just like, it's great. And even though some of it isn't exactly historically accurate. (laughs) But, I mean, like, it's so close that it's whatever. It's fine. I don't even care. Like, it's just so impressive. I could never. I mean, like, never. It's really great. 
so I guess I'll probably come back to that in a later episode, but right now I'm just trying to get to a lot of points. So this next point I'm thinking is Percy Jackson. He is just like so modern. He just lives in the real world before he goes there. And like these, there's so many real world references, you know, like Rick really did a good job at incorporating things that are hap- were happening at the time, just like how the city looked and pollution and everything. It's really great. I think that he did really good. And that's really awesome. I think that's just so impressive and stuff like that. Again, I'll probably go deeper into these in a later video, but I'm just trying to give you the rundown of things that I might talk about. All right, next point is gonna be a very interesting one that is probably controversial, but it's about how everyone in Heroes of Olympus likes to keep very important secrets from each other. I mean, what the heck? They could have just told each other. Like, I get that it might be awkward, but you guys are literally saving the world together and you have to trust each other so much that you would die for them and you're not telling these basic secrets that you should know. It's just so stupid. Like, not even just personal things. Like, I would, like if Percy told things about his home life and with Gabe and like some of the sort of borderline abusiveness I would think that that would be really awesome and he would do that, but he doesn't have to. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about stuff that is like Piper in the first book of the second series, and she won't tell them about her dad and how he's trapped. I mean, like, they could have worked together and just, like, got it done as a group. They aren't, like stupid or anything they're great but they still don't tell each other and it's just so stupid i don't know why why won't you tell them i mean i get maybe because piper is sort of new to this whole thing and doesn't really know them as much as people but like still you're on this like trip and you're about to go sacrifice your friends for your dad and you ain't Go and tell them that your dad's been captured. Like, they could help. Oh, background noise. Wow, hi, welcome. That's very loud. Um, anyway, I just think it's so stupid how some of them do that. All right, that's all I'm gonna say for that topic for now. I'd have to do a little bit more research to really tell you a lot about it because honestly, I forget things really easily. Um, so, I think I'm going to start talking about how the movies really didn't do good Grover good. Because, like, they they made Grover seem just so confident and mature. And, like, don't get me started on age. I'm, no. But, like, Grover's supposed to be this clumsy dude who, until he gets his license to go search and they save him in the sea of monsters and stuff and after that after the war after all of that i get maybe he's a little confident and he's definitely older but before then 
he's just this little dude who's scared of everything and is always so sad about how he couldn't save Talia. Why do they make him seem like a confident dude who can go dancing in the nightclub? What? No. And they don't even put in any of his random eco things like, why is the world so polluted and all that? And like, what? He's just not. He's not that amazing at just doing things. He's clumsy and he messes up a lot and he falls into things and in Medusa's cage he doesn't do really good there. He just kind of runs into things with his wings. Which he doesn't even have in the movie. So, it's just so stupid. Like, do they really need to mess up that much? I don't like it. But can't really change it can i i'm just really hoping that if they make this series if because i'm not 100 percent sure i mean they've talked about it and they say they might do it and sort of almost got the green light to go i'm not sure so i'm not gonna say they will but maybe they will and if they have it please make it better because it sucks so much it's terrible <laughs> it makes me very sad all right I think that's enough terrible movie talk for now because ugh, I hate that movie is so bad. I think we are gonna talk. What is my accent right now? <laughs> I think we should talk about Annabeth. So I think it's really crazy how people are always saying that she's she's just like a bad character and. I mean, sometimes I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Annabeth? But, like, she's a good character. I mean, she's in love with Percy, and she tries to help her pride for him. And she tries so hard, but she's just so misunderstood. I mean, yeah, she has pride, but no one realizes how hard pride is really to overcome. I mean, it's a hard thing. It's a hard fatal flaw. And it really can be fatal. People just don't realize that fatal flaw is not really, it's just really, it's really big. It's like a big part of you and you can't change it. It's always gonna be your fatal flaw unless you manage to contain it. I mean, there's so many characters that have something wrong with them, but even if they have a little bit more or a little bit less, that doesn't change that they're all great characters. I mean, they all have their ups and they all have their downs, but they're just in general really great. And I don't know why some people are just bashing down on certain characters because there's always something good that outshines the bad stuff and they're just jealous because of how amazing she is <laughs> so yes annabeth is amazing wonderful and beautiful so if any of you are watching her and don't believe it go away and never come back because we don't like you so Bye-bye. <laughs> this is...
really mean. You know, people are mean and I don't like it. Well, no one should like it. I think that people should be less mean, but I know I can't do anything to change them. So I've accepted defeat for now. Until we can change it. Which I don't know if that'll ever happen. But still. Alright. Let's talk about why Percy was gone in the first book. It was very mean, but I get it. Made me very sad. I don't know. I feel like that was almost going to get me out of the whole series and loving Percy Jackson so much. Because where was he? Where was he? Where was he? But whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be sad anymore. It's really obnoxious sitting here about myself talking about things. But anyway, he was gone, and that was very sad. He should have been there. But I get it. He couldn't be there. And even how sad it makes me, I still understand the reasons. And I think that it was a good learning experience. If Percy was there, it would have been really hard to get... To know these new guys so I think it is a good thing and I was excited when he came back but I wouldn't have been excited if he came back if he was never gone so I think that's really great and ugh, Percy Jackson is really awesome also, I think next episode I'm going to have someone in here to talk with me because it's getting boring and I don't like it. Maybe also a better setup because it's a wreck up in here. <laughs> so yeah, things were okay without Percy even though it was very disappointing. But hey, what can I do? What can I do? Nothing. So... That was an interesting conversation point, even though it was kind of short. Let's talk about Nico D'Angelo. So, in this, in this, like, Son of Neptune, he knows Percy's there. And, like, I get that he's not really supposed to tell anyone, but, like, brother how you gonna do Percy like that? I mean, I know. I know he couldn't he couldn't help it or something. Someone told him and he wasn't supposed to tell. At least that's what I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember that much. I'm very bad at remembering, but I'm pretty sure no one was supposed to tell him. And he was told not to tell him. Either way brother what you doing that's mean i did not like it one bit i was like why won't you tell him but i was honestly surprised how little backfire he got from it because like no one really yelled at him like he he barely got any reactions i mean 
There was some, I guess. I don't really know. I don't have any evidence right now. But, like, I feel like no one really was like, Why didn't you tell us? We missed him so much. Why didn't you tell us? You know? Ooh, that was a loud noise. Anyway. I feel like he really didn't get enough punishment for that situation. I mean, he shouldn't ever be punished because he's great and that's mean and they're all friends. But like, brother, you should have got a little a little bit more backflash on that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Whatever, Nico D'Angelo. You can rest for now. I might come back to this amazing topic about how you really didn't go and tell anyone sometime soon because honestly why did you go and tell anyone that is disrespectful but anyway for now we shall stay in this humble abode of this beautiful podcast of which i'm on and let you free on this subject but it's a temporary temporary release <laughs> anyway i think that nico d'angelo is really awesome and i love his coming out story even though it's really kind of bad i think it's cool how jason knew and didn't tell anyone and then he finally worked up his own courage to tell him and shut him down that was really funny i thought that was great and i love the start of the relationship with will and nico and i know in the trials of apollo there's some further on that but i have not read all of those i only read like two seconds of the first one but it's fine that'll do pig <laughs> that was a reference to show but i don't even know what show because i've watched so many shows recently even though i don't normally watch shows i think it might have been gilmore Girls. wow i'm great there's gonna be a lot of references to things and i'm sorry it's just my dialect my talk my vocabulary it's not meant to be that many references oh my gosh this funny thing happened i was in class and i said a reference to a show that i hadn't ever watched and they were like is that from this and i'm like no i haven't ever seen that and they're like well you just quoted them and i'm like wow all right off topic off topic i'm great at this a lot of things will be off topic because i get distracted easily but yes Percy Jackson, this, I don't know why, like, you just talk about the whole thing and label it Percy Jackson. I mean, there really is no other label that I can think of for the whole two book series. I mean, like, the Heroes of Olympus, but, like, it's not going to be including the first book series, so. I don't really know. I just call them the Percy Jackson books. Heroes of Olympus books if I'm talking about them separately but really what is the universal term I guess it might be like the Percy Jackson series 
I don't know. That's really an interesting thing. I don't really know what it's supposed to be called. If someone knows, tell me on the Instagram. Then yet again, I will tell you next episode because I haven't made it yet. Yay! This has been a great talking to you. I'm excited for my next episode. I think I'll still keep this on for 10 more minutes to make it 30 minutes because that's a great time. And honestly, I have enough stuff to talk about for 30 more, 10 more minutes. Hopefully, I'm not very good at <laughs> managing my time well. Anyway, let's talk about Clarice Laru. She is tough. She's actually really cool. I mean, like, the Percy and Clarice frenemy relationship is so great. I love it so much. And I think that it should be a friendship that lasts forever and ever. Clarice LaRue has been through some stuff. Her boyfriend was trapped in that maze and went crazy. Her best friend died. And she has gotten so much disapproval from her father. And yet she's still so amazing, tough, and just like an amazing role model for anyone who wants to be like her. She is amazing. And that's just that. That's just what she is. She needs the title of just most amazing, tough girl. She would deserve it more than a lot of people. I mean, like, sure, Annabeth, tough girl, but, and gone through so much, but she isn't, like, she's just on a whole different level and like I know Clarice isn't really at her level of tough girl awesomeness but I mean she deserves a, like a second place award because she's great and I think she needs more appreciation I guess she gets a lot but like she is just so impressive and I think that she is great I know a lot of people don't agree with me but whatever I don't really care so (laughs) you do you you know alright so that's that's Clarice she's really cool and she has lots of potential as a character let's talk about someone who's over appreciated alright I know this is going to sound mean because in the Trials of Apollo books, I know he ya boinked, but Jason. Like, I know Son of Jupiter, Zeus, whatever, but like, compare him to Talia, and he's just unimpressive. He's just this stereotypical middle class, high class white boy. He's entitled. He likes to pick fights with Percy all the time, and, like, sure, it's, like, a bro thing, but, like, he thinks he's 
the better than him. And honestly, like, <sighs> Percy is gonna be great because he has that humbleness and loyalty. He's just so... Jason has just such an ego. He thinks he's great. And he he's, he's just not. I mean, sure, he's attractive. He can talk good. He's proper and stuff. But he has no real sense of rebellion. He's gonna stay on the plan and never take any risks. I mean, sure, he adds some flying and some wind power in there, but what else does he have? I mean, Talia, she has this personality. She can go and do something and take risks, and she can do it just so skilled and amazingly. But Jason, he's just like in the way and he causes so many problems, you know? He just doesn't know when to take those risks and jump or hold back. He's just so hyped up for really not that much, you know? There's so much that they could have given him to make him better. He's such, such, such potential. But they really didn't do him any justice and they made him a bad character. I mean, I know it's bad that they killed him off. I think he could have done a little bit better. And maybe in the Trials of Apollo series, he is a little bit better. But honestly, so far as what I've seen, he's not. He's not that good. So, that is my video for today. Please share it with anyone who you think would like it, because I think a lot of people would if they found it. And, yeah, that's been episode one, the introduction of my podcast wise girl podcast and i think you'll enjoy my next episodes and they will come out very soon i promise probably next week oh my god there's a child crying downstairs don't ask <laughs> it's nothing see you next time this has been 27 28 minutes and Goodbye. <laughs> Why do I feel bad for ending it at 27 minutes and not like 30 minutes? Should I stall? No, I shouldn't stall. Stall. Oh, okay, okay, bye, 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 bye. Bye. Seven, 27 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs>